almost everybody knows that you make the most money in the painting industry in these warmer summer months. We also know, at least nationwide, typically in June and July, we get the largest amount of organic demand and or estimate requests. So right now you may be understaffed and you're trying to fill those positions, but you need to figure out desperately if the individual you're trying to hire has the technical skills and a few other skills necessary to do the job. I'm Brandon Lewis with the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors. Do hit that subscribe button, share this content with other people, and if I can help you personally, just email me, brandon at paintersacademy.com. So, if you need to hire that crew leader, you need to hire that painter, the carpenter, the drywall technician, whatever it is, you have an interview with them, right? You should be doing a criminal background check, you should be checking their references, to make certain that you're not putting someone dangerous in your client's home. Most people don't do that. You need to be asking them some non-technical questions to get an idea of what they think about work ethic, promptness, customer service, the ability to follow instructions. Are they a good fit for your company culture? Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. And then you've got to figure out, can they paint? Can they do carpentry? Can they do drywall? And most of the time, the way this process works is we simply throw them in with a crew leader, stick them in a client's home, and hope for the best. And then after eight hours of being on the job or a week of being on the job, you take the crew leader's opinion, recommendation, on whether or not you should keep this painter or individual. That is a terrible way to do things. And I'll tell you why. Number one... You don't need to be putting strangers inside a client's home. And most of you probably do that before you background check or, or really check references. We're very lax in the painting industry in how we screen people, both for their, their background and safety, for their technical skills, for the culture. Typically, people don't have a process for this. A better way is to do a technical skills assessment. What is a technical skills assessment? A technical skills assessment is something that you can conduct in 30 or 45 minutes to immediately determine if someone can read instructions, fill out routine paperwork, and to use a paintbrush properly, and you get an idea of what their speed is if you do it the same way every time. Let me tell you about uh, the toolkit and the technique that I teach our members to use at the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors. We call it the circle test, okay? Here's what you need. You draw two concentric circles on a piece of drywall or a wall. You lay out some paint cans, some drop cloths, and a couple of brushes, a cut bucket, and give them a place to clean the brushes, okay? So you can kind of envision this in your mind now, right? You've got a wall, you've got two concentric circles, and actually there's a square underneath it as well. You just draw this with a pencil. You know, just take a, take a thumbtack, you know, put a string on it, take a ruler, draw your box, and it's very simple. From there, you take the painter, the potential hire, you put them in front of everything that is in front of you, and you give them a written scope of work. One page written scope of work, and it tells them what color and what sheen goes where, how to set up the job, 
how to leave the job when they're finished, and then there's just a little bit of paperwork, not much at all, for them to check off and fill out. And here's the kicker. They can't ask you for instructions or help. Why would you do something like this instead of just sticking someone with a crew leader? I'll tell you why. Number one, when you stick someone with a crew leader, not only do you distract them for, from what they're doing for a living, you really put your company at risk because you're sticking someone in a home uh, that you probably don't know very well. Uh, the best mistake they could probably make is to just mess a bunch of stuff up and, and do real poor work and cost your company money. But the worst mistake they could make is to steal something or to do something that gets your company in trouble or to get in a fight with another coworker. These things happen. I know these things happen because I hear about these things happening all the time <laughs> directly from members. Number two, it takes less time to do a technical skills assessment that is driven by scope. You don't need eight hours. You need like 30 to 45 minutes. You can watch it yourself is another benefit. Often when you give a crew leader the responsibility of determining someone's technical skills, they may report to you accurately, but a lot of times if they have a personal prejudice against someone because of their personality, they just don't get along with them, they don't like them, they may tell you that someone who's really good is not good or someone that is bad that they like is good because they just have personal subjective opinions. That's all of human nature, right? This allows you to see with your own eyes if the individual can do the work, what the quality of the work is, can they cut in a circle? If they can, they can likely roll and do everything else. Can they read? If you want someone to be a crew leader, you want them to take something like our ultimate crew leader packet and, and some materials and go complete a project to the customer satisfaction on budget, bring you back a check and do it again. If they can't read, if they can't follow written instructions, they can't do these things. And after you've done 30, 40, 50, 60 of these, you have a non-subjective baseline for how long it takes someone to do this exercise, what slow is, what fast is, what good, better, and best is. So when somebody walks in and they ace the test, you know they are very likely a good candidate. If they come in and they get stuck and they can't read it and they ask a bunch of questions and the work looks kind of sloppy and it takes them 30, 40, 50% longer than the average person because you will come up with an average. It just gives you a very reliable test to give to people. And the beauty of it is instead of paying somebody for eight hours of work, you can pay somebody for one hour of work. I would pay them. You don't necessarily have to, but I would because uh, I don't like people holding anything over me. Well, I did this and, nah, 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 and I wasted my time. Look, I paid you for your time. Okay. Have them do it. And you've got a very quick and easy way that you can evaluate multiple skills. Okay, can they follow instructions? And you can tell just by looking at the job. Okay, it, is it clean? Did they tidy up the way the instructions said? Is the paperwork filled out properly? So if you're going to screen painters for technical skills, make sure that you have a process for it. And if this sounds like a big, huge pain in the butt <laughs> and you don't want to do it, 
you don't want to invent it from scratch, it sounds like a good idea, you know you need it, uh, call me, uh, 423-800-0520. Email me, brandon at paintersacademy.com. I've helped 450 different painting contractors in six different countries. I bet I can help you too. Uh, if, if I can't make a bad painting company good, uh, then I can at least help you make your good painting company better. So don't, don't let those fears uh, and that pride that comes from being a man who runs a painting business stand in the way of getting better. Uh, you always need to surround yourself with folks that know a little more, that have done a little more, that have seen a little more. If you don't do that, you'll just stay stuck. So if you'd like to uh, get on the phone to do a diagnostic, I would be happy to help you. It's what I do every day. It's, it's no big deal or aggravation to me. Brandon at paintersacademy.com or 423-800-0520. We're in the middle of the summer now, guys. Make hay while the sun shines, but don't throw a bunch of losers uh, into production. Don't throw bodies into production uh, trying to solve the problem if you have not screened them uh, for their technical, non-technical, uh, and background. It's just a big, huge mistake. If it hadn't bit you in the butt before uh, now, you're very, very lucky, but it's coming soon uh, to a paint job near you. <laughs> so let's screen these guys uh, in a quick, efficient, and consistent way so that we know how to evaluate them. And then finally, and I didn't mention this until now, if you've got a screening process like this, you can put it uh, to an operations manager or someone else in your organization, and they can conduct it too. So you don't even have to be involved. And the beauty of this also is that while they're doing this, you can be sitting over at your computer doing some work. It's not like you have to babysit the whole process. All right, guys, Brandon at paintersacademy.com, 423-800-0520. Please do give us a thumbs up, leave some comments, share it, and subscribe. I'll talk to you next time, guys. See ya.